The Hurling Pod on OTB Sports. I look at the way Kikini celebrate. I look at the way Limerick celebrates in Munster, right? To, to go, we actually want to win the next you know, Or would they treat me as just another game, another step stone? That's, that's a question I have. Subscribe to the GA Podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Anthony Moyles has joined us in studio. Good morning, Anthony. Thanks for coming in. No bother, gents. So, Talton Cup semi-finals in Croke Park on television in a prime spot. Like you can't not be entertained by that, right? This is everything we've been asking for. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I think there was sixteen and a half thousand people at it, much the same as last weekend. Um, the games were excellent, I have to mm. say. You know, the the Cavan game was was just end to end, flat out. Um, you know, loads of entertainment, loads of great scores, loads of mistakes, loads of opportunities, loads of goals, loads of missed goals. Uh, I had a bit of everything. I'm delighted, you know, and I, I kind of look at the, the, the four teams and indeed the four managers. Um, and I was reading a good piece on Mickey Graham over the weekend about how they kind of came together. Um, and they said, right, you know, after the disappointment of the defeat at Donegal, they said, right, are we going to give this a lash? And they all decided as a panel they were. Um, and, you know, you can see it. You can see that they would, they want to win it. Um, and all four teams that were there were, were busting the gut to, to get the win. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just brilliant to get those teams back into Crow Park. It's brilliant to have the lads have an opportunity to continue their season, um, and get some silverware at the end of it. The first game was a cracker. It felt at the end, this was the one that got away for, for Sligo in particular. There were chances there in that second half for them to take this game. Yeah, there was. I, I, I don't think really, I, I always thought Cavan probably had enough. Um, I think a little bit more experience. Um, Garold McKiernan, I thought, was, was, was excellent for them and really, really good when, when they needed him at certain times just to kind of get a score um, or influence the game. Uh, win a kick out or whatever it was. There was definitely were chances for Sligo. Like it, it kind of reminded me of the, the Sligo are starting to get that kind of swashbuckling style back again that they had when you know back in the day with O'Hara and guys like that, uh, Davy and fellas like that, where they they just would when they go on a roll they can really hurt you and especially up front they've got some really good forwards. Um, they could have had four or five goals. Uh, you know, I felt really sorry for them, but. To be fair, there was some unbelievable last dish defender, my Cavan, like fellas who didn't give it up, you know, went back and, you know, as from a defensive point of view, you're looking at it and saying that was really, really excellent. You know, they got their hands in, they got flicks away, they got blocks. Um, and as I say, they never gave it up, which showed the intensity and the desire of both teams to go ahead and win that game. Um, yeah, Sligo could be unlucky, but I just, I just thought Cavan just had enough to, 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 to pip them in the end, even if they had got a few goals. Games like that feel really important as well for the success of the competition from other counties looking on and whatever about the crowd was, you know, a decent crowd and they worked it well that they were all in the same stand and it seemed to build a bit of an atmosphere. But too often when we see players from these counties, it's almost in a negative light. They're playing very defensive football against a Division One side. They can't express themselves in any way. Like you come away from watching that first game yesterday between Cavan and Sligan, like, these are some of the best footballers in the country. Like They are exactly what they should be shown to be. They were able to show off their skill set we yeah. don't see enough of that. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. It's like the shackles 
like honestly, uh, you know, I kind of I, I had to watch back the game because I didn't. I was I was on uh, Father's Day duties yesterday. I was in the middle of uh, uh, Jurassic World uh, yesterday. Father's <laughs> the other way around. You get to do what you want on Father's Day. I know, I know. Well, not quite. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was in and out getting more and more popcorn every five minutes. Can we get more popcorn? Can we get more? So that's after your last pro park experience, I think maybe you made the decision. Yeah, to I think I did. Yeah, you got a yeah, popcorn exactly. problem in yeah, your house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. I did throw the opportunity. The, the, the old I threw up the, the chance of going into Crow Park but it was it was like not that place again <laughs> so I'll just let it fester in their mind they might forget about it in a year's time but no it's like I didn't I didn't expect to see what I kind of because I stayed away from the results so I just wanted to watch it fresh and literally from minute one it was absolutely brilliant and as you say Nathan there is a kind of an idea. I was laughing with Colm outside. I was saying, Cavan, you know, poor old Cavan, they don't deserve to be in Ulster because they play quite expansive <laughs> and go at you type football. And Mickey Graham, like, he's playing the type of football. There's loads of mistakes. It kind of reminds me, and I'm not just saying this, but, you know, like, when you were playing kind of in the mid 2000s there's a lot of kicking you know and there's a lot of and if it goes right it looks really brilliant but then sometimes it goes wrong the defender comes out in front but there's lads taking chances and taking risk all the time um, and they're trying to move the ball as fast and as quickly and as progressively as possible either by hand but mostly by foot um, fellas in the forward line who are willing to take on their men they're not looking to recycle the ball you know they're willing to have a go and yes they get dispossessed or they, they get blocked down or they kick sh- shots short um, but it was absolutely like it was it was it was I have to say it was refreshing to see you know it really was refreshing but that's to see. what that should be like if you if you were to compare it with soccer and the difference between the Premier League and the Championship like they would always say in the Championship they're helter skelter games yeah. you can afford to give the ball away because they'll give the ball back to Correct. you again whereas yes. yeah. when you go up a level if you give it away like if a Westmeath or a Cavan go up against uh, you know if they go up against Rome they're not getting that ball back but yes. actually at this level at their level, you can't afford to do that because you will get it back. Yeah, and it's funny, and I think neither team, none of the four teams went out with that kind of, there was men behind the ball. Mm. You know, don't get me wrong, there was men behind the ball, but none of them got the ball and then dropped the level down as in, okay, we'll just slowly build it. Everyone just went, as I say, hell for leather. Like, Spillane was just, like, the engine on that lad, up and down the pitch, his driving runs was unbelievable yesterday. And he dragged Sligo back into that game after they had a bit of a tricky start. Like, they missed four, five, six chances as handy in the first 10 or 15 minutes you know bad shot selection um, it was kind of like nearly that they had to get their eye into Crow Park um, but then as, like look it's it's. I think what, 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 what has to happen is a lot of these teams when they go in against the bigger teams have to cut their cloth to measure against them so what they do is they end up setting up defensively Right, so they set up in a way that they either are in the game for the last 10 or 15 minutes or that they don't get an absolute tank. And you're never going to go into the game with that mentality, but you're going to go in and you're saying, saying to the team, look, we're going to go in here 10 minutes remaining that we're still in the game. So by virtue of doing that, they set up defensively, they train defensively, and then they look to counter. But yesterday they're going, okay, we're going in against a team who are on our level. So we're not going to do that. We're actually going to be, as you say, show who we are, show our ability, and go at them. Um, and try to do all the things that we can do. Now, the argument is, is should they do that anyway against the bigger teams? You know, and just say, you know, feck it, we're, we're trying to do, develop we, our we game. We come on here on a Monday morning and we all say they're naive and... 
Yeah, you probably you would, and you would like, you know. But there's been teams. You look at say Westmead and Offaly. You know, teams have been getting hiding from Dublin for the last ten, twelve years. So really, does it make a difference? Uh, you know, so so when you go into those games, I just don't know. I think I think there's this there's this big question of, and it probably comes on management teams via county boards or supporters, which is where is the team's what what is the team's journey? What's their identity? What does success look like for that team? And what the Halton Cup has afforded these teams is that that is success. That, you know, if they progress and they win that, it is success. So people can, you know, who are bemoaning this at the start of your arts and LB competition, it doesn't make a difference. It shows progress. Because if you go and you get hammered out the gate in Connacht or in Leinster or in Ulster or whatever it is by a far superior team, by playing a defensive setup, which is not really your natural setup, well, then you've learned nothing. And you haven't progressed during the year. You know, all the stuff you've been doing in training is getting ready for this game to say we're going to shut up shop. But you're actually looking going, you know what, those lads are actually good players. I wish we could actually play a bit more of an expansive game for them. But I have this game coming up. And if I do that, the supporters or the media or whoever, the county board will absolutely kill me for it. So fellas go for, well, let's protect. And they go for, the, as I say, the, maybe the, the less risky opportunity or the less risky uh, uh, way of playing. Whereas, you know what, I think you look at the management teams there involved. You look at you look at the fellas that what they're trying to do. They obviously have support from their county boards, and I would hope and I feel and I even see it. I was actually it's funny. I was driving in. I could even see some Cavan flags on the way in. So Cavan people in Dublin like supporting the 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 the, the Cavan team, but. You know, it's important that they have a journey, that they have, as I say, what is success, and they they try to get these key measures that they can tick off as they go. And what the Talton Cup for me has provided outside of the league is another competition where they can say, this is progress. You say that if a team sets up in such a way, they'll get slammed on a Monday morning here if they do it. Uh, we're awfully naive and should we be slamming them this morning for the way they approach uh, the, the Westmead game yesterday afternoon? We won't, we won't slam them. I, I think I think awfully where there was, like look, they lost their captain during the week with with, with a, a, a cruciate ligament injury, I believe, and then they had a, a virus in the camp uh, um, which was going around and they looked in that first half where that they were just completely devoid of energy you know they were they were falling off tackles the the energy up and down the pitch you know for a number of the players not all of them but for a number of the players four or five of the players was was just lacking um i don't think westmead were doing anything unbelievably brilliant um but i just think awfully were were pretty awful in that first half now the start of the second half when they really went at them and they decided actually you know what we're going to go into a game here they got themselves a bit better uh, defensively set up because of the, the first half they were so wide open down the middle it was it was unbelievable and nearly Westmead ended up with one extra player in, the, in their forward line which I was kind of going how, how can Offaly actually be affording this there was, it, it, was, it was just too easy for Westmead in the first half second half they got themselves a bit more together um, and they showed what they can do because Again, you're looking at progress, and awfully, there is some serious talent in that awfully team. Very, very young, serious talent. Um, forwards who can take on shots. Like one of the best goals you've seen probably in the championship this year was scored by the young lad who came on. I can't remember his name now, but the outside of his right boot, bang, top corner. Absolute screamer near the end of the game. Mm. Um, fantastic finish, and a fantastic goal because he sets it up. He goes for the 1 2. Great determination and puts it in the back of the net. But. 
you know, if I'm Offaly again and if you're Michael Dignan and if you're all the people in Offaly, you're saying to yourself, you know what, okay, we bowed out against Westmead, we showed good fight, maybe the 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 measure of the of, of the result was was probably a little bit more favorable to Westmead um a bit naive at the back if we can tighten it up at the back if we can get a bit more of a defensive structure we have the forwards to probably really build on and 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 and, and punish teams over the next number of years so you know it's again i just go back to it that those lads, they would have been gone, you know, and they'd be back with their club and, you know, whereas they're staying there and they can get those extra six or eight weeks with a management team and they can keep building and keep trying to get things right um, and bring in new fellas. And then all of a sudden you can see fellas, even, you know, when you're 10 or 12 points behind and you have a player who just throws up the white flag and says, oh, listen, I'm done, or gives a black card or gets a red card or something like that, you know to yourself this guy isn't really made of it. But mm. if you see and you see fellas digging in, you're, t- you're, you know, you're putting marks beside them for the following year saying, you know what, these guys have done it in that situation and they nearly brought us back. So as a management team, you learn an awful lot. Um, but no, like Offaly will be disappointed, of course, but I, I think there was some mitigating factors as well in their preparation that didn't help them. Uh, Kyle Flynn, by the way, the fellow who scored that incredible goal yeah. for, for Offaly yesterday. So the, the Talton Cup final is uh, going to be a three o'clock throw-in on the 9th of July. That'll be a, a curtain raiser for the semi-final on the, the Galway Armagh, Derry Clare side of, of the draw. You obviously had a double header yesterday in a prime spot, nothing else going up against it. The GEA have clearly made an effort of, of putting the spotlight on this thing or at least allowing it to flourish. What would you change for next season? Or have they got this thing right in, in season one, do you think? Um, I think the Talton Cup final should be on the same day as the, 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 the All-Ireland final. You do, yeah? Yeah, I think, I think it should be, absolutely. Um, and I think, why not? You know, I think, I think you've, you've got in there. You know, like, look, I, I, I think there's probably t- things that you could tweak um, and there's certain ways and, you know, you'd probably have to talk to the players and say, listen, how did you guys handle it? How did you find it? Um, you talk to the management involved and you get just an understanding of what works best. There's plenty of time in, 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 in the calendar, as, as, as you know. So, um, can I just that? Is it like two, I don't know, is this an elitist mindset? Like, would you put the Europa League final on the same ticket as the Champions League final? Like, I mean, the the, yeah. the European rugby setup, I think anyway, have a good setup where they have the Challenge Cup final on the Friday, the the Heineken Cup final on the Sunday or the Saturday. Like, you could do a Saturday Sunday setup. You could do a Saturday Sunday. Maybe absolutely. not. Maybe you do put them on the yeah. same ticket and you know, forget the people, forget the extra thirty thousand tickets that won't go to the two Sam Maguire or for the Talton Cup counties as well. The, the sharing of the tickets and all that. Which yeah, there is the sh- yeah. So like, I mean, you know, people will jump up and down and say, "Listen, it's hard enough to get all Ireland final tickets, so you know, now you're going to make it really impossible." Absolutely, um, you would probably have the argument that the minor sometimes was on obviously in the past uh, so that might draw from the senior anyway yeah um, you know so until uh, I think I think maybe initially like I mean, I, from what I can see and even seeing the papers and the press and you know I think you know initially there was all this kind of giving out about the talent cup and that was the, it was like the, there's no such thing as bad publicity mm. it was the best thing for us because people were talking about it now I think people have actually looked and after if people really sat down and watched those games yesterday or, or even went into it they'd see four teams going at it who you, who you could quite clearly see wanted to win their games, right? They weren't just throwing out the jerseys and saying, Jesus, this is a, this is a post-season campaign here and it's a bit of a disaster. We don't really want to be involved here. Um, I think the final will be a cracking final mm. um, and it will be full of quality and it could be better than the 
All-Ireland final, <laughs> you know, as a spectacle. <laughs> so, like, I mean, you might go into that day and go, Jesus, I wish this was on, on the Sunday, if it was on the Saturday. It's hard to know. Nathan's point about, you know, the, fa- the fact that you the, the, the fear is gone. You can see there was no fear in those teams yesterday. You know, there was no fear of being beaten. There was no fear of not getting their tactics right. There was no fear of being lambasted. There was a kind of like, this is a free shot. And they went out and they played with abandon. You know, they just went at it. And that's fantastic to see. And you kind of, you kind of go, Jesus, why don't more teams do this? Yeah. You know, whether it's, whether it's in the provincial championships or whatever it is later in the day. Like, of course, you have to tip your hat to a team and have strategies and tactics and all that stuff. But for me, I think it's the only way to go at football or to go at sport. Yeah, well, I think next year, uh, if the round robin comes in, which I think it's expected to for the Talchin Cup, like, again, that makes a massive difference because yes. as a manager, you can sit down and almost plan out your year and say, well, regardless of what happens in Leinster or Munster, we know we're going to be playing three more games, so book yourselves in, lads, right till the end of May. Yes. And suddenly you've got your six, seven league games. You've got, you know, you've got 10, 11 matches throughout a year, uh, all of which are important. Yeah. And that's, that's what the players want, that's what the manager want, and generally all against teams at your own level. And it'll be fascinating to see how this builds into next year because, you know, Westmead finished third in Division Three, so they are the neck, they should be the best team in this yeah. Talchin Cup. Uh, if they go and win this, you're guaranteed a spot in Sam Maguire next year, regardless of what happens in the league. But do they now kick on? Like, do they take confidence into Division Three next year and say, you know, we are the best of the rest? And we can build and actually start to you know, close the gap on Dublin or maybe even beat a Meath or a Kildare in the Leinster yeah. Championship. Yeah. Like that's what you want from this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100% is what you want. And as I say, it, it, it's also, I think it is about finding, you know, when you, have, when you have the behemoth, which is Dublin, and we know we've spoken about this in the last number of months, when you have them in, 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 in Leinster, um, what happens is, and and you know, I know I heard the interview with Andy with you guys a couple, or whatever, two last week maybe. You know, when when you're talking about, you know, what is your focus every year? What is your focus every year? And no matter whether you're Kildare, Westmead, Mead, whoever you are in Leinster, is it to win Leinster? Is that your ambition every year? Because if I went in, I'm just saying, like, let's say you know, slagging earlier on, say you go in for the Mead job, and someone says, well, what what what's your ambition this year? I'm not saying not to win Leinster because if you win Leinster, you win in the All Ireland. Mm. You know, so is it like, I mean, are you going in and say, oh, I want to win the All-Ireland? So you're saying, actually, no, our focus this year is, without being the usual, to be as competitive, but actually to show, what, what again, what is success for us, right? So our league basis has to be success. So you're in the top two or top three in the league. That's what you're really pushing for. That's what you're, or even top four in Division Two, which is where you are, or whatever. If it's, if it's Westmead, Cooney's sitting down now, he's saying... Right, lads, we need to build on this. We need to get out of Division 3, and we're pushing to get into Division 2. We're looking for a good run. But then if... Think quarterfinal. Yeah, all those different things. But, you you know, but the Talton Cup then affords you, as you rightly say, Nathan, it, it, it lets you map out as a management team and as a squad, right, this is where we're going, and this is where we need to focus. We have this, and this is what we want to achieve by the end of it. And then at the end of it, we'll we'll decide whether we had a successful year or not, based on whatever happened during the year. But at least it gives you. It's not an all or nothing thing. Bang, and the next thing we're into the qualifiers, and sure, who knows? Like I mean, we could meet someone massive, or we could meet someone, and we go on a bit of a run or not. There's a there's a there's a there's a pathway if you get me, you know. And it's something the more that's interesting, very, very interesting pathway would be if the winner of the Talchin Cup, if there was a way of fixing it, the calendar, which doesn't seem available now, if the winner of the Talchin Cup got into an All Ireland quarter final 
at the end of the it. same year. And suddenly like you it, have yes. this wave of momentum and Westmeath are going in and you're looking at a draw, uh, potentially a favourable draw against one of the qualifiers, whatever way. They, I, I don't know if, it, if there's any way of figuring I think that, that out. I think, that, I think that would be a fantastic idea. Because I then, really then it's in the same... Because the, the one issue for Westmeath or Cavan now is like, they, don't pl- they won't play a game again after this for seven months while we're talking yeah. about momentum. Yeah. That's a hard thing to keep yeah. through. Or maybe, winter. you know what, whoever, just whoever gets into the final. Mm. Like, I mean, to be some hell of a difference of motivation for teams in the Tottenham Cup then, you know, that they find their way back in, as you say, back into the latter stages of the qualifiers. Maybe not a qual- I don't know what way you would do it, but, but you know. Uh, who's going to win that final? Uh, yeah, I was impressed with Cavan yesterday. Um, I really was. But again, when they look to be massively in control of the game, Sligo could have had five goals, you know. Um, Westmead were very, very uh, efficient. I think, in obviously, in Hessland, they have a player who is in imperious form. He's just, you know, doing everything he needs to do up there. Um, and he'll take massive watching. I wouldn't be surprised if Cavan could just put two players on him and then see how the rest work out. But they have a nice little forward line, uh, uh, Westmead. They've got a little bit of danger everywhere. Decent midfield, um, you know, strong at the back. It's, it's, that's, it's going to be a very, very tight game, that. Very, very tight game. I, honestly, I can't call it. I think it's going to be massively, massively close. It is then this weekend, All Ireland Football Quarterfinals weekend. Can I get one word for each of the games? So, yeah, go uh, for it. Let's go Derry Clare first. Derry. Dublin Cork. Dublin. Galway Armagh. Armagh. That's the big one. Uh, Kerry Mayo. Kitty. Sorry, sure about Ed. that? I, I, I am, but I tell you this much the more it goes and the closer it gets. I know. What's the story with Clifford, if you don't mind? Are you not allowed? I, Yara, I'm sure the Yara, they, they be, I'd say they're pressing they're the rest button them. at they're the re- moment. They might rest them again this weekend. <laughs> yeah, right there for the double game. I, I think it was like, I mean, I think it was maybe like 90 minutes between the text last week, being like Clifford's out and uh, Clifford's flying in training and good to go. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. I, think <laughs> I don't know. Nobody the, knows. The, the, it's funny, you know, the, the more I think about it, and maybe it's just one of these things where you talk yourself into it, but I think Mayo are perfectly suited for Kerry. In the sense that, uh, as we know, you know the Kerry defence has really improved this year. The Mayo forward line isn't fantastic this year, but Mayo's main strength comes from two, three, four, five, and seven. You know, bombing up the pitch, and that will not be liked by the Kerry full, full forward line. They will not want to. Uh, Stephen O'Brien will do you. He'll do your donkey work up and down. No bother. As will you know uh, who's usually on the other side. The Adrian Spillane. Adrian Spillane or one of the but, but but will David if he if they manage to take off the cotton wool and uh, you know will Ganey will the rest of the lads will they fancy chasing the boys Keegan Hora and the rest of the lads up and down Crow Park? They don't like running. They don't like it up and carry. Oh, well, they, 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 listen, the they're like a nice, of, they're, like they're a nice thinking about Dublin out. in the semi-final. They have the hotel rooms booked in Dublin for the weekend of the semi-final against Dublin. You want to have them booked, to be fair. Well, but that's fair enough, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you've got the arrogance of Kerry on one side and the humbleness of Mayo people mm-hmm. on the other. And let's see what Well, I, I believe they, they'll probably just book the, the, the hotels right through. You know, they'll probably just say, listen, we'll just keep going all the way through to the end. You know, so we'll be here again. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You get a discount. Yeah, I'm sure. Like you could always just like put a few of us could get together, put up a few couches for the poor carry players when they get to the All Ireland semi-finals. Yeah. You know, if, they, if it comes to that. <laughs> um, thank you for bringing your humility to proceedings this morning. Nathan. Would you say this carry team is already better than the Dub Six in a row inside? Right, just about level power, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Just uh, one, one might have a nose in front. Anthony, thanks for popping in this morning. <laughs> no Enjoy this that. weekend. OTB.
a.m. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.